Well, hello again and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my gorgeous, wonderful, super intelligent, very hardworking <laughs> D23 announcement yeah. loving wife and co-host, Michelle. Thank you, sweetie. Hi, everybody. So good to have you with us. We are recording this episode on Sunday, September 11th, 2022. We just finished watching the Parks Experiences and Products panel from the D23 Expo, and we're very excited to talk all about that and many of the other announcements from D23 over the weekend. Right, yeah, we've uh, been watching a lot of the live stream uh, of the D23 Expo, so a lot of good things to talk about. Yeah, between that and following along with others who are lucky enough to be out there uh, on social media to kind of have an idea of what's going on out there for the stuff that we can attend, even though we were supposed to attend, right. but it just didn't work out for this this year. But we're so happy for all of you who were able to make it. And we're also happy to be talking about some of the stuff that we've heard over the last few days, which is really cool. Yeah, it is really cool. And we're happy for the people who are able to be out there and enjoying it. And uh, like you said, looking forward to talking about some of the great fun things that were announced. Yes, for sure. For sure. It's going to be a lot of fun. So this episode will be a little different. Uh, we won't have a Disney Stories of the Week this week because <laughs> the whole episode is basically going to be the Disney Stories of the Week. That's so true. just let you know going in, but that's all right. We're going to have a lot of fun just the same. Thank you for joining us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there, we would love for you to sign up for our newsletter. Please, please, please. Please, 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 please. Please sign up for the newsletter. Just another great way to be involved in the Hyperion Adventures podcast world. We share a lot of information early on with you. Michelle's been doing a great job taking oh, it over and, and adding some new pizzazz, some new Michelle-ness <laughs> to it uh, that we think you'll all like. So uh, thanks to everybody who's already subscribed. You already know that. For those of you that haven't subscribed yet, check it out. See if you like it. It's easy to subscribe. It's easy to bail out on too if you're, if you're like, okay, I've had enough of it. It's just too much, right, but that's right. all right. And we only send out once a week at most. Sometimes I skip a week or two. Yeah. <laughs> um, but And we don't share your email address with anybody. Nope, it's just to send out the newsletter. Yep. That is it. Uh, we also love it if you could follow along with us on social media. We're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast. Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, come on over and join us for some good, positive Disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventures Facebook group. Yeah, you do a great job there posting something very positive each day and we love the interaction of all the positive people that are a part of that and if you are already part of it thank you continue to tell friends and family about it if you're not like Tom said, come on in. Come on in. It's just some fun way, ways to just share what's positive in our lives. Yes, Disney, of course, but whatever may be happening in your life that's positive for you, um, we like to kind of explore that, share that, celebrate that. Yeah, I was going to say that, celebrate it. Yep, yep on that uh, Facebook group. Also, we are on YouTube. If you want to find us there, just do a quick search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Hit subscribe and you'll know whenever we have a new video. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Podcast at gmail.com. 
Yeah, we love hearing from you. Sometimes, you know, we get an, an email that's just a hi, you know, shout out to us. We appreciate that for sure. Uh, let us know if there's some things that you have questions about or you would like to have us deep dive. Uh, if you have some suggestions for the newsletter, trying to, you know, enhance that and make it something that's that's fun and something that you're happy to get each week. Right. If you want some help on what's coming up on your next vacation, whether it be the Disney Parks, Disney Cruise Line, whatever, you always know Michelle has the best tips and she's happy to share those tips through the uh, Gmail account too. So if you have any questions, hit her up and we will try to answer them the best that we possibly can. That's right. Yeah. So um, also there's great ways to kind of help support this show and get some cool swag out of it at the same time. The first and easiest way is just to go to our Spreadshirt shop and kind of peruse through our various items with our various different logos and gear. Um, and, you know, we get a little portion of that, everything you purchase there plus again you get to support us by uh showing some of that stuff throughout the parks throughout your neighborhood whatever you want to wear if you want to wear it to your wedding hey more power to you uh i don't think we've designed the hyperion adventures podcast wedding dress yet but we're gonna start working on that yes i'm sure i'm sure (laughs) anyways um yeah obviously i'm joking with that but there are some great stuff out there that you'll definitely want to check out new items coming every week and if you want to find us there you can go to spreadshirt.com and do a search for Hyperion Adventures podcast or you can just go to any of our social media profiles uh, there you'll find our Linktree account and from there we have a link straight to our Spreadshirt shop page right yeah so that's a great way to do it another great way is to become a Patreon member of this show we have tiers starting for as low as $2 you can go to patreon.com slash Hyperion Adventures podcast if you sign up there you'll get some great swag out of it that way and there's some other stuff that we have coming down the pipe that you'll be interested in as well and again as Michelle always says thank you to already those of you who are already our Patreon members that's right you just took the words right out perfectly done yep good job so I'm stealing the show from Michelle it's okay. You're doing spectacular. <laughs> now, before we get into this week's content, looking forward to this week, we kind of always like to look back at the week that was because, you know, every week has their highs, their lows, their twists, their turns, but we are the positivity show here. We like to focus on what has been great uh, in our lives, in our weeks. So we'd like to get out our favorite thing from this week. And when we do this, well, we always start with Michelle because she's awesome, wonderful, all things good <laughs> in the world. You know, she does the best research. She definitely has the best tips, but she almost always has the best my favorite thing mm. from this week. So Michelle, what was your favorite thing from this week? Um, actually, I am going to share several of them oh. this week. Yeah, because like, I'll sit back and relax. And listen. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So um, the first one, I'll, I'll, I'll call it, I'll, I'll clump it together as friendship. And it's because uh, this weekend we got to have time with some wonderful folks uh, first of all, yesterday we got to connect virtually with an amazing family that we love and cherish, uh, Camille, Jonathan, and Lorelai, and some fun things you'll hear about with that virtual visit that we had, but we always enjoy sharing some time with them mm-hmm. that, you know, have such admiration for them. For sure. And then today we got to, uh, well, meet up with a friend that we haven't seen in a while, Justin from the... Passholders Lounge Thank you. podcast, which you should definitely check out if yes. you haven't already. Brand new podcast. Of course, you know him. He used to do the uh, Monday Morning Monorail or the Morning Monorail podcast. Right. Now, brand new show. Yeah, yeah. Which is a really cool f- format. I'm really, really mm-hmm. enjoying it. 
Um, and then also some friends that we have been interacting with for, for quite a while now, uh, virtually, both of them, we've been very honored to have on our podcast at some point, and that is Keenan and Nate. Yeah, Keenan from uh, what used to be the Part of Our World mm-hmm. podcast that is, I think, in hiatus. I don't know if it's ever coming back, but... Uh, he, he made had, it sound like yeah. it wasn't. Uh, yeah. But he and Rachel, uh, you know, have been on the show a few times. We've enjoyed time with them, his wife, Rachel. But we just met Keenan this time. We're mm-hmm. looking forward to meeting Rachel sometime yes. in the near future. Mm-hmm. And uh, Nate, who uh, was previously part of DVC Duo, mm-hmm. who we've had on the show talking about DVC at, at some point and uh, finally had the chance to connect with them. All this, by the way, uh, surrounding Justin Monorail's 40th birthday. Right, yeah. Keenan recently celebrated his 40th birthday. So it was a fun little celebration weekend. They did some things we unfortunately weren't able to attend, but we we were lucky enough to be able to get together with them for about two hours this morning and really had a great time down at uh, the uh, Disney Springs area. Yeah, and actually Keenan was on Justin's uh, podcast and that episode actually aired on the week of uh, Keenan's birthday. Yeah, so. just a few episodes back, but uh, yeah, definitely you can go back if you if you go check out the Passholder Lounge uh, on your local podcatcher and yeah, that and uh, other great episodes for sure. But that was a lot of fun to yeah. hear them getting together and then to finally meet them this time. Right, right. exactly, exactly. Um, I actually have another. It's like a pixie dust moment mm. that was going to be my favorite thing of the week, but you know, getting together with friends is the best. So. Had to, to make sure I'm including that because it was really cool. Um, but the other thing happened earlier in the week. We were out at the parks and um, there was one day that was really hot, even early in the morning. I think by 10 o'clock we were like sweating. Yeah, it was like it was like 96 that day at the parks. It was right. really, really warm. Yeah. And, and we had told our son when we got into the parks that this was the day we were going to go to the ice cream shop. There had been some other visits that we hadn't been able to stop there and this time we were kind of promising it and, and he loves their Sundays. So, mm-hmm. so Who doesn't? Um, I know. So he was waiting kind of patiently-ish. Ish. Ish is a key word <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah. About an hour before the shop opened, I, I went to stand in line to be there. As soon as it opened, I was like the second person in line um, so that we could pounce on that pretty early. And when the opening time came up, which was 11 a.m., some cast members came out and, you know, profusely apologized that there was some technical difficulties that was going to make it impossible for them to open the shop at that moment. And they didn't know when it, for sure it was going to be opened. And I guess I had kind of an unusual look on my face. And one of the cast members there um, asked me if I had like a question or something. And, and so I, I shared with her my, you know, what my issue was, you know, and that, you know, we had our son with Down syndrome and, and he had been really anxious for a, a hot fudge Sunday uh, and asking her like what other options were and Um, there really wasn't anything similar to that right at that moment. Um, and she says, hold on a second. And she had me, you know, wait outside for a little bit. And within a couple minutes she came out with, and it was the perfect thing to fit the bill. It was, you know, a a scoop of ice cream with some hot fudge and sprinkles on it, which is pretty much what I was telling her all we were really interested in anyways. And, you know, she took the time to go in and make that for us, for him to have. And, uh, it it actually brought me to tears at that time. Um, you know, and, uh, yet I, I couldn't thank her enough. And again, just showing 
the amazing heart that they have at Disney. Yeah, more and more of the pixie dust that you, you get so many times from right. the cast members. And yeah, it, it was perfect for him. Yeah. He couldn't have been happier with that, simple as it was. Yeah. Um, it was just wonderful. He was he, he really wanted a Sunday, And I get it. I understand. <laughs> yeah. When you really want a Sunday, you really want a Sunday, right, And he right. really did. And that just uh, fit the bill perfectly. Yeah. It was so I mean, nice. He so. had uh, smiles from ear to ear. So. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. So those so those were my favorite things for this week. What about you? My favorite things for this week, I'll just say ditto. <laughs> um, everything that you just mentioned are my favorite things from this week. It was, uh, you know, we had a great time at uh, Walt Disney World, just there for a couple days, right. but we enjoyed that. And that moment right there was the, the best part of yeah. it. Um, but uh, yeah, um, connecting with friends over the last couple of days, um, like Michelle said, uh, you know, from Jonathan, Camille, and Lorelai that you're going to hear about uh, this, they we recorded with them for next week's episode. Yeah. You'll hear more about that near the end of the show. Um, and we had a lot of time, a lot of fun uh, connecting with them. Mm -hmm. And then just today, um, to see Justin again mm -hmm. and his daughter, um, who we haven't seen in a long time. Right. And uh, then to, uh, you know, actually connect with um, Nate and, and um, Keenan for the first time right. in person um, was just really, really exceptional and, and fun. And we're just so happy that that worked out. Yeah. It was just yeah. for a short time. Right. It was right. great. It was so. perfect. Uh, very good. So that's enough about looking back at last week. Let's go ahead and get started for this week's show. We have lots of stuff for you this week. It's all going to revolve around the D23 Expo 2022. We're going to go through a lot of the announcements that happened during this weekend. Not everything, because there's so much that comes out, but we're going to get right. some of the key stuff, and we're going to get to that right after this. Yeah, D23 Expo 2022. So much good stuff happening. So many mm -hmm. interesting things in the future for Disney, whether it be the films, the parks, the cruise lines, so much great right. stuff. And we're going to kind of recap some of it. Uh, we can't, I'm not going to say we're going to recap all of it right, because no, there is right. <laughs> so much stuff that happened. But uh, we are going to, you know, talk about a few things and just kind of give our impressions of what we thought about them uh, as we went through the weekend. Right. And just looking back at our predictions from last week, how, how do you feel you did? Oh, exactly. Um, oh, four. Nothing, <laughs> nothing that I said came true. And it doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, That's why they're yeah. wild predictions. Right, um, right. There was a little bit of sort of leaning towards a couple of things that I mentioned, but nothing really that we I said that was going to happen did happen. So I what know. about you? How about you? Um, same thing. I mean, some, you know, things that uh, they talked about, maybe wish lists for the future as possibility. But the one thing that I think I did get right is um, in looking at my notes, one of the things that and I, I was actually talking about reimagining Spaceship Earth, but I wrote focus on storytelling. And I think that I was spot on in terms of the entire expo. We heard that at right. practically every presentation that we saw that they really emphasized um, the organization's focus on storytelling. Yeah, I think we they, we heard that back in D23 Expo 2019 and they just carried over that right. uh, that theme uh, through from that one through this one. And that's kind of, I think, what, uh, what uh, you know, Walt Disney Imagineering and the Walt Disney Company in general is trying to get across right now. Right, right. So, yeah, and, and we've said that over and over on our podcast too. And that, you know, that's what I think, you know, more, 
with, whether you're talking the attractions or even, you know, restaurants and food experiences, it's, it's so rich with storytelling. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So speaking of that storytelling, let's go ahead and start with Friday and what we heard a couple of things that we heard on Friday. Uh, that was when, most importantly, and during the Walt Disney Studios, Pixar and Walt Disney animation presentation that they had, right. we had some really interesting stuff. Again, we're not going to touch on nearly everything that happened during that, but mm -hmm. a couple key things. First of all, we saw the trailers for Hocus Pocus mm -hmm. 2. Yeah. Disenchanted. Mm -hmm. And our first peek at the live action, The Little Mermaid. Yeah. What were your thoughts on, on those three uh, trailers? Um, I love them all. I, I think the one that I was most intrigued with and most like, wow, this looks cool, is Disenchanted. Mm -hmm. You know, to kind of see a different side of our main character and kind of like exploring where they're going with maybe an evil side mm -hmm. you know was very intriguing i loved it yeah i thought it was great um i well, we love the enchanted the the movie enchanted mm -hmm. so um and we were excited when we heard a few years back that they were going to you know get a, a part two a sequel right. to it um disenchanted and yeah you know obviously this is a little bit of spoiler if you were trying to avoid the trailer at all but uh, yeah it looks like uh, princess giselle made you know, maybe some things aren't going her way. So maybe she's going a little to the dark side. Yeah. Uh, a little interesting, but uh, very excited for that film. What's it debuts on Disney Plus for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Trying to, I'm intrigued to see how they're going to, you know, have that evolve and, and happen. It looks mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, for sure. Uh, actually, I, I also loved um, the trailer for Hocus Pocus too. And we're yes. not the hugest Hocus Pocus fans. Right, right. But it I thought did. that looked, it looked fun. It did. I was excited to go check it out. Made yeah. me want to watch Hocus Pocus over again and right. then get ready for Hocus Pocus 2 when it gets here. And then The Little Mermaid, you know, um, I thought it was interesting. It was short. You didn't yeah. get much out of it really, but um, you did get to see some wonderful animation and you got to hear Halle Bailey's voice. Yeah. Um, as as Ariel and it is beautiful and she looks stunning right and um, I, I'm I'm excited for that yeah. film as well yeah and I was glad they showed that part of the clip because you know and this is something uh, we've talked about when we we're talking about um, you know when they created the original animation story where um, kind of mimicking Broadway that around the third song or so the um, the lead is usually sitting on something, expressing their desires. Yeah, or the I want song. The I want song, right. And um, I wasn't sure in the live action how they would do that, but they stuck to that imagery and I was really happy yeah, about that. Yeah, very happy. And um, I knew when they named Halle Bailey as Ariel that she would do a great job, that she'd look fantastic right. in that role. Yes. And it's it's true, she does. Um, can't wait to see what more comes out. It's still a, uh, a few months away, you know, so they, they're just still early in their, in their progression through this. So we'll get plenty more looks at her and more of the story right. as we get closer. But um, I like I, I like the tease. Yeah, that was yes. good. That was yeah. good. So now as far as some new film announcements that came out of that panel, um, we'll start, we'll just go through a couple. Uh, again, not, we're not going to go through everything, but uh, a couple interesting announcements from Pixar. We'll start with Elio. 
um, which is a new film that they announced this time mm-hmm. that's coming out. And it says it's going to be a new sci-fi movie from Pixar about a young boy who becomes Earth's ambassador for what is essentially the United Nations of aliens. <laughs> uh, he has to uh, prove that the best part of being human is being yourself. That movie is scheduled to come out in spring of 2024. I thought uh, it really looked interesting. Yeah. I mean, we didn't, since we weren't at the panel, we didn't get a really good look at it. Right. But just from some of the artwork we saw and the explanation of it, I think I think it sounds cool. Yeah, yeah, totally. And glad to see that. I, I love that theme to it. Right. Yeah. And the other big announcement coming out of Pixar, of course, was Amy Poehler coming on stage and announcing, yes, there is going to be an Inside Out yeah. 2, right. which we love the original Inside Out. So that's exciting that there's going to be a, a 2. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I mean, I loved how it ended the at the end of, at the completion of the original inside out where you're starting to get into that teenage time frame that looks like if they kind of stick with that could really have some fun twists right it'll be really interesting to see if they add some uh, new emotions right. to the, the uh, being a to the uh, console uh, right as now is uh, <laughs> that uh, she's a teen yeah uh, tween or teen uh, that the, the, obviously there's some more craziness going on inside her head. You know, exactly. so it would be interesting to see. So it's the, like if they tried to explore inside your head. Ooh. Oh no, they don't a lot of craziness. That, that would be, that'd be a dark, dark scene. <laughs> Not at all, or, but it would be hilarious. Or it'd be all princesses and Star Wars characters, <laughs> one or the other. Oh, funny. Probably princesses and Star Wars characters. Yes. But um, anyway, we move on. Uh, move, uh, Walt Disney Animation, their big announcement for, they, I mean, they did a lot of stuff, but their big announcement was that they're going to have a special uh, movie coming out basically to celebrate the, the 100 years. Mm-hmm. This was the 100 years uh, celebration. And their movie is what's going to be called Wish. Um, which is going to be, it's a, a film coming out and it is coming out next year uh, that is going to explore the history of the wishing star, essentially. Yeah. And, you know, and um, I, I think it's, um, it's really cool. Ariana DeBose is, is going to be the uh, lead character in that. And um, I think that that's, you know, talk about a hot name, you know, just off the Academy Award right. win and everything. So um I, I think that's fun, and I, I, I'm excited to see what this one, how this movie turns out. Plus, the, the the sketch work for the animation looked really cool. Yeah, I thought it was interesting that they did, um, you know, what came out this week on Disney Plus, having the new live action Pinocchio, which obviously involves the wishing star. And I thought it was kind of cute that they had that, and then this announcement. Yeah. Very cool. Um, excited for all those films. Uh, and again, there was a lot of other announcements, but we mm-hmm. just can't get to everything right. here. So um, I'm going to go and touch on the Marvel and Lucasfilm mm-hmm. panel that was just yesterday on Saturday uh, for a few things here and go through them very quickly. Um, from Star Wars, we had looks at uh, Andor, which is coming out in just a couple weeks yeah. now. Uh, we saw <laughs> a little teaser trailer for Mandalorian season three. Mm-hmm. As well as a, a new animated group of shorts called Tales of the Jedi. Uh, what did you think of those three? Um, loved all of them. Um, let's see. So I I think one of the um, interesting things that came out of those was actually the style of animation of the new Star Wars um, animated series. It, you know, I think it really looks... Tales of the Jedi, yeah. Yeah, I really loved the look of it. Um, you know, and I'm anxious for the storytelling there. Yeah. Well, I, I love the, the Clone Wars and mm-hmm. that's it goes right back to that kind of animation, right. but it's telling the story 
uh, some sort of stories involving several characters, some that they've touched on, some they haven't touched on, especially their past. Like there was Count Dooku in mm-hmm, there, which mm-hmm. when he was a Jedi before he turned to the dark side and became a Sith. Right. Um, so, you know, you're going to get a look at that and among some other things, but it really looked cool. I know they're shorts. So, you know, how much storytelling is there going to be in there? I don't know, but I, I, I'm excited to find out about it for sure. Yeah, yeah. It, it was certainly interesting enough that it sparked some different dialogue between you and I of interpreting some of the the dialogue that was in those, you know, the trailers. But, you know, and, and that's what's great about these yeah, things is for sure. that, you know, uh, it's it's a lot of imagination, obviously. Right, for sure. So uh, looking forward to those and or, like I said, kicking off in just a couple oh, of weeks. Gosh, yeah. uh, Mandalorian season three coming early next year. Mm-hmm. Oh, they didn't give us an actual date yet, but uh, well, we, January 1st. Yeah, <laughs> excited <laughs> for that uh, coming soon as well. Uh, also, uh, a lot of Marvel. Uh, so much mm-hmm. Marvel on that day. Um, so much stuff came out. Um, we got the trailer for Secret Invasion, um, mm-hmm. which looks great. The, a lot with Nick Fury, a lot of the scrolls. Yeah. Um, that looks fun and interesting, and um, I, I can't wait to see yeah, that. Yeah, that but, one's exciting. Yeah. 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 For sure. Uh, announcements of a lot of stuff. We already heard that this is basically going to be the multiverse saga, but we heard, you know, a lot of stuff that we'd already known was coming out already, but also mm-hmm. some things like Daredevil Born Again. So we we saw Daredevil kind of make an appearance uh, just re- recently in the uh, Spider-Man, um, last Spider-Man film. Mm-hmm. He made an appearance there and we knew he was coming back. We expect him to make an appearance in any week here very shortly in She-Hulk because he's been teased as he'll right. be, be in that as well. He's an attorney, so it totally <laughs> makes sense. Um, so excited to see where that story goes as well. We saw uh, Captain America, New World Order, uh, where Sam is going to mm-hmm. be, of course, Captain America. Right. Looking forward to that as well. The Thunderbolts was interesting because talk <laughs> about a weird group that's going to get together for that one. Um, you know, that included, um, you know, um, a lot of the side characters that we've seen out of Black Widow mm-hmm. and uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier right. and everything. And so I'm um, looking forward to seeing what, how that team pulls together. Yeah, you yeah. It, it's it's. In, you know, I keep saying the word interesting, but, you know, it, it, that one caught me off guard because it's like, wait a minute, this is a mix of some, you know, at least one is a, perceived to be a villain. Um, and, you know, some others are, you can't tell sometimes they're on the good side. Sometimes they think they're on the good side when they're causing havoc. So right. it's interesting to see that they are, like you said, that they're bringing that group together right uh that will be a fascinating movie i'm, I'm looking forward to hearing more about right uh, that uh, assembly of of <laughs> heroes <laughs> i don't know interesting character uh, yes uh interesting group for sure so that'll be a lot of fun and then also we heard about armor wars um a little bit which mm-hmm. is going to have don Cheadle back in the role as roadie of course war machine mm-hmm. uh, armor wars you can assume what that means it has to do with kind of the, uh, the iron man armor right. the same armor that uh, war machine wears uh so i'm um, looking forward to finding out more about that as well. Yeah, so a lot of fun things. Mm-hmm. Uh, liked also that we caught some of the uh, other panel, specifically about the history of Spider-Man and learned a lot of things there. So learned to appreciate some more of, of the spider, Spider-Verse. Yeah, there you go. The Spider-Verse, for sure. Also, Kevin Feige did show a peek at uh, Marvel Phase 6. Mm-hmm. Um, said that Fantastic Four is going to be yeah. kind of be near the beginning of that. And we already knew that that movie was coming, but that's uh, we're going to find out more of that in the next couple of years. And it's going to be finishing with two films 
uh, the Kang Dynasty mm-hmm. is the Avengers, the Kang Dynasty, right. and Avengers Secret Wars. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, excited to find out more about those uh, right. two films and that whole, you know, tying all this stuff together because it does seem a little disjointed right now. Right, but I know yeah. that they, I know that they have somewhere that they're aiming to. It's gonna go. It's kind of going. It's like jazz. It's yeah. going in all different directions <laughs> right now, and then eventually it's gonna pull back together right. and do one big thing. I have faith in that with Marvel. Yeah, I for believe sure. there is a master plan. Yeah. Uh, also, we did see. Well, we didn't see, but we heard that uh, there was some stuff from Indiana Jones Five. Mm-hmm. Harrison Ford right. came out, yeah. and everything got a bit emotional about you know, the fact that he's gonna get to play Indy yeah. again and be, and be able to meet with the fans right. about that. So. Um, that was great as well. Really and, cool. You know, so excited for that film as well. So, all right, enough about the movies. Let's get to the stuff that we're really, really interested in. And that is all the park announcements that right. came out today, park experiences and products announcements that came out today. And I, I loved how they started it off and they were just, they were just throwing it right at us, right out the get go with Jordan Fisher's out there singing happily ever yeah, after for yeah. all of us who loved that show. <laughs> and Josh tomorrow didn't mess around with it. And, you know, and didn't, he said, look, we know you love that song. It's going to be a part of a new nighttime spectacular. He didn't say happily ever after is coming back. Right. He did say that song though is going to be a part of a new nighttime spectacular. So um, we'll be interested to see if that is, if it's more of happily ever after, you know, 2.0. Right. Or if it's something entirely different, it'll be, he didn't give us the full details on that, but he did say that that song will be included in right, it. Right. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think, like you said, he didn't tease it or anything. He said, you know, right off the start, let's just get one thing out the uh, out there uh, for you that this song is coming back. Right. So that is cool. Uh, very happy about that. You know, happily ever after has a soft spot in our heart right. for uh, that. So um, that is exciting news. Uh, then went into Disneyland stuff. We mm-hmm. went to, we actually got several times that we went, went back to Disneyland, but he started with Disneyland, which again, another place that has a small spot in our heart because right. we love our Disneyland. Yeah. Um, and first thing was he brought out John Favreau out there <laughs> to introduce uh, the Mandalorian and Grogu coming right. out. And then they're going to be set up for a new meet and greet uh, coming at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. I know at Disneyland, I don't, I don't know if he said it was going to be at uh, the Disney's Hollywood Studios or Walt Disney World or not, but I know yeah, it was going to be at Disneyland. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if it's at both, but it's definitely going to be at Disneyland. And it looked fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, and how they have, you know, the voice, that they have Grogu there too. It, it just really looked pretty cool. Yeah, so excited for that. Um, also, um, after that, they teased a lot of stuff for Avengers Campus coming up, you know, over at Disney California Adventure mm-hmm. Park. And uh, I imagine this will extend over to Disneyland Paris as well. And uh, that is that uh, they're going to start incorporating the multiverse within that right. uh, as well a bit more. We already knew that that was happening. We've seen characters in their different iterations for one thing, like Loki, like three different Lokis, yeah. you know, and everything. <laughs> so we see more of that. Um, we got to see Hulk. They're going to be, there's going to be a meet and greet with Hulk coming right. up at least. And it's coming up this next week yeah. at Disneyland. Uh, and that was really cool. That's such a cool bodysuit animatronic. It just, he, they, they put him on stage next to Josh tomorrow and, um, and Kevin Feige yeah. and how he towered right. over them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was really cool to see. Right. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I loved it. Um, I, you know, I think we've been seeing some, some sneak peeks at, 
uh, that type of technology. So glad to see it, it, it coming through. And like you said, that's next week. Um, I don't know that we mentioned, but Mando and uh, the child are going to Batu beginning in November. Right. I think I went by the date, but yes, in yep. November, you'll be able to check them out. Definitely at Disneyland, uh, maybe at Walt Disney World, but mm-hmm, definitely mm-hmm. at Disneyland. So that's cool um, stuff. Uh, also, they announced that there is going to be a new Avengers Campus attraction coming yeah. uh, in the future. It's probably still a couple of years off at least, but uh, it's going to deal with the multiverse and you're going to be whatever. They didn't have a lot of details about it other than it's going to be something interactive where you're going to be um, battling alongside a variety of uh, Marvel characters, like a lot. They said that it's not only characters you know, but characters that haven't even um, hit the uh, MCU yet. Right. You know? So um, you're, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that. And they're going to be battling someone called King Thanos, who is apparently from the multiverse. He's a Thanos that in his universe, he ended up winning. Right. And now he's King Thanos. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, that's kind of cool. And I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing more about that attraction for sure. Yeah. I mean, love how the web slinger is very interactive and you're trying to help out, um, you know, Peter Parker there in Spider-Man. And now we're going to get to help more Avengers with defeating King Thanos. Yeah. So uh, I'm sure we'll have more to come on that in the uh, next several years, but uh, that's exciting. I'm glad they're going to get a third attraction over there at uh, Disney California Adventures, Avengers Campus. Right. And, and how they explained that they're actually going to expand the, the geography of that campus yeah, too. So, so, which is great because it, it, it was a wonderful initial start, but yes, we want more. We want more. We love that land. We yes. want more. We want awesome. more. Uh, speaking of Disney California Adventure Park, there was another big announcement, mm-hmm. and I, I think this is going to hit some people various different ways. Um, but Pacific Wharf is going to be transformed into San Francisco from, of course, Big Hero 6. You yeah. know, that's the city that they, they live in there. Um, and I, I love the concept art for it. I think it looks, you know, I mean, Pacific Wharf is quaint. Right. It's nice. Um, but I love the idea. You know, it is already kind of based on that San Francisco Wharf district. Right, yes. So it's an easy transformation into something that uh, I think people will actually love. And you know, you're going to get a Baymax meet and greet there, which is cool, too. Right. I mean, uh, that that area is great, you know, um, but it definitely needs some some infusion of new ideas into there. I mean, it's I, I think for the most part, if you're going for food, that's fine. That's what you get there. But there really isn't much else there you know um that you can actually be involved with as much so this is good that they're going to have something that you know will will infuse some more life into that area yeah so i'm looking forward to seeing how that turns out and hearing more about that as yeah. well uh also we just heard a we got a couple of little concept art things of uh the what the will be uh the reimagined paradise pier mm-hmm. hotel it'll be called pixar place hotel got some artwork from that it looks really cool um i think that that um, that hotel could use some love for a while yes. and uh, excited to see what, how that turns out. Right. I mean, I think uh, even the last time we stayed at that location, which has been a while, we were saying, gee, it, it needs some fixing up or what, you know, it wasn't that it was run down or anything like that, but you could tell that maybe they were holding off on putting a lot into, you know, maybe renovating it because they had this big plan. Right. They knew this was coming. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We were there just last January. Mm -hmm. That's when we were last there. Yeah. January. Um, but uh, yeah, we could tell um, they're ready to do to transition to something else. And uh, I like what they're transitioning to. Uh, Also, we saw a little bit about their expanded downtown Disney district, the new dining options there. (laughs) The people there, they're going to have a Pardo's bakery and cafe and everybody at the, at the, uh, 
at the panel got, uh, I guess, pastries on the way out. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty cool. We didn't get pastries when we went to the parks panel I a few know. years ago. Oh, yeah. They got a lot of sweet giveaways this year. Right. Um, we heard some things about Tiana's Bayou Adventure, you know, a little bit more about that and got some music. We know that the, the voices that uh, played within uh, The Princess and the Frog are returning to voice their mm-hmm. characters. That's really exciting, including Anika Nani Rose, right. Disney legend Anika Nani Rose. Uh, and that's happening. But the biggest news for me, which was really exciting to me that we heard off the mm-hmm. back ago and drew me to tears because I, I actually predicted that this was going to happen three years ago. And I didn't predict it this time. And I'm <laughs> glad I didn't because I think I would have jinxed it. Yes, Run Disney races are returning to Disneyland starting in 2024. Yeah. I couldn't be happier about that. Yeah, no, that you're right. You're right. It's so good to hear that, that announcement. Um, it, it's been a long time. It, since 2017. Yeah, it's going to be seven years mm-hmm. by the time it gets back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, I, obviously we've been big fans to want to do that again, but there's a lot of people out there and, it, and it's awesome. It's a great location to have run Disney runs. You really get to be much more involved in, in running through the parks because of its its compactness. So right. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I wanted to, for the longest time, be able to do that was the, the castle to castle mm-hmm. uh, where you're doing, you run a half marathon at uh, Disneyland and a half, Dis- half marathon at Walt Disney World and you get a special medal for that. Um, it looked like that that wasn't ever going to happen. Um, now I'm gearing up to or for that possibility yeah. coming up here in just a couple of years. And yeah, so got to get sad. my training going if I'm going to be ready for that by 2024, <laughs> for sure. Uh, but that I, was really exciting yeah. news. Yeah, Michelle. I just wanted to kind of go back to Tiana's um, place attraction and just a couple other things that, that I thought were pretty cool about it. Um, you know, well, obviously, as with a lot of their uh, their attractions, they do a lot of research and they explained, you know, what they did to really pull into the heart of New Orleans there. But um, I also love the fact that of uh, the concept of what they're doing with this, you know, and taking it straight from when the story ended, you know, and, and kind of helping Tiana uh, in terms of her desire to have a big party. Um, it, but they also showed some concept art of how it's going to look differently between day and night. And it just looks spectacular. Yeah. Uh, it looks, it looks like an, the reimagining that they're doing to that attraction looks Mm -hmm. wonderful. Um, I like the concept of it. Uh, I like the music that I I like it all. I'm looking forward to uh, checking it out once they finally do get it all wrapped up and done. It's going to take a while. Um, but when it's done, it's going to be exciting for sure. Yeah. So uh, moving to Walt Disney World uh, next, um, they talked a little bit about Epcot. And this mm-hmm. caught me a little off guard. Um, apparently, if you love Harmonious, you better get out there and see it soon because uh, it may be going away. Yeah, I'm wondering if it's a temporary going Could be. away. You know, um, in terms of that particular show, uh, you know, obviously one of the things we said when Harmonious first came out is the technology that they have there in the water and thing is something that they can um, change and update, you know, much more fluidly than what they had before. So it's not surprising, you know, I, I could see things like even at times, maybe some seasonal things come into that that uh part of the park as well or or, you know nighttime show so it doesn't surprise me but prediction here is that it will come back just harmonious 2.0 yeah or just it might be on a hiatus you know um even even when they had illuminations they would you know at times kind of 
replace it with something else right. for a little while. So. Well, anyway, uh, this will go to a new nighttime spectacular mm-hmm. that's basically based for the Disney 100 years celebration. Right. So um, that is coming sometime very soon. Uh, so be prepared for that. We didn't get a lot of details on that, but know that that is coming. So if you love Harmonious or you haven't seen Harmonious yet, and you've heard good things, mm-hmm. uh, you probably want to check it out uh, fairly soon. Uh, we did get a somewhat date for the uh, Journey of Water, the Moana uh, thing in the uh, mm-hmm. World Nature that is coming, and we've we can see we've seen some more pictures of it coming together, and uh, you know that it's it, it's getting ready, but it's going to be until late 2023 before that'll be fully ready uh, for you to go through there and check it out. But everything I've seen from it, it looks impressive so far. Right. Right. Yeah. Excited for that. Uh, This was the big news. I know that everybody was thrilled by this because everybody is always on edge about our favorite purple little dinosaur, (laughs) uh, little dragon, excuse me. Um, uh, That what they announced was that coming up here in, in a couple years, there is going to be a figment meet and greet. They have to still work out some details on it, but you're going to be able to meet and take pictures with Figment coming up in the near future. So yes, Figment is not going away, people. Right. Yeah. They've, you know, uh, and we've talked to some people who have actually uh, been involved in some of the surveys and things that that Figment is a beloved character, as you mentioned. And, and it's great to hear that they they listen to the to the guests and they are you know, they're going to continue to embrace Figment into Epcot. Yeah, um, I, I think they realize that. I mean, it's also, I mean, Figment is such a merchandising uh, monster, right? You know, <laughs> so, so to speak. Um, like, you know, you they plaster him on everything. People love him. They, they've realized that by how much it sells. And I just, I, 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 I've always been of the opinion that they're not going to get rid of Figment. Right. That they, you know, they may do something different with that attraction, mm-hmm. um, but Figment was always going to have a lifetime within the park somewhere. Somewhere he was going to have a life in the park. And right, yeah. Wh- wh- whatever happens with the attraction, they didn't announce anything about that and to journey into imagination, but they did say that Figment's not going away. Figment will right. always yeah. be around, so yeah. that's good. Uh, moving over to Magic Kingdom, um, for those of you who have already been kind of Missing, you know, some of these things that happen over at Disneyland. Well, uh, the Haunted Mansion is going to add something that's regular. has been at Disneyland for several years now. Yeah. And that's the Hatbox Ghost coming yeah, to the Haunted Mansion cool. in Magic Kingdom. Yeah. With, so excited for that. Yeah. I mean, it's why, why not? It's really, it, it, I'm surprised it took so long, yeah, to be honest with exactly. you. The Hatbox Ghost is great. Um, it's, it's one of my favorite things when we would go through the Haunted Mansion and it, it didn't seem like it should be that difficult to put him, bring him over here yeah. to the East coast. So I'm glad to see that that's going to be coming sometime soon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense that they try to have some uniqueness to each park on each coast. Um, you know, but these little touches that everybody loves, it's nice that they're yeah, infusing. For sure. that when they first started to mention it, I said, Oh, they're going to do a Haunted Mansion holiday. And then <sighs> they, 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 oh, like, oh no, no, we're just adding the hat box ghost. And yeah. I'm like, that's good. That's good. Love the hat box ghost. Yeah. People are going to love it. So that's great. Uh, also we did finally get a general date for Tron light cycle run. We got to see Josh tomorrow, ride it a little bit, right. see a little sneak peek of what, what it's like. Um, but we now know that it will be opening in spring 2023, which doesn't surprise me. I kind of thought it might be earlier than that. Uh, Cause it looks, we've seen them testing it over and over when we were going out recently. Right. Like they just need to spiff some things up, get some landscaping in there and it looks almost ready to be done, but let's be sure we waited this long. Yeah. We'll just get to spring 2023 and, and open it up then. Right. I mean, you know, they, they do have a lot of things at the beginning of the year happening and they have several run Disney events too, but, um, you know, it's, it wouldn't be, I think that big of a prediction to say they're probably going to have, 
um, some times like they did with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy um, where they would have like whether it's annual pass holders oh, yeah. and things, DVC members have access to, to before it officially Some opens. sort of preview. Right. That, that'll definitely happen. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, the official date will be somewhere later in spring. Right. Well, probably, I, if I were to guess, I'd say somewhere in May, mm-hmm. maybe late April, but probably right. May. They tend to like to open things before the summer. like right. And then like maybe late March, April right. will be preview stuff. Yeah. Kind of like what they did with Cosmic Rewind. It wouldn't shock me if that's something similar to exactly. that as well. Yeah. So, But I'm just guessing. Mm-hmm. We'll see. They'll be announcing stuff soon, I'm sure, in regard to that. Uh, now, they shifted over to Disney Cruise Line mm-hmm. for some stuff. Great stuff coming out of Disney Cruise Line, including the sixth yeah. ship. We knew it was coming, but it's exciting to know more about it. They say it's going to be a brand new design. It's going to be all based on adventure. They showed us a little picture of the atrium inside. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be based kind of on Aladdin. Kind of, It's got kind of a little Asian, African, kind of that kind of feel yes. to the atrium. And yes, Aladdin, Jasmine, and uh, the magic carpet right. are going to be the statue in the atrium. Yeah. So if you've been on the Disney cruises before or you've seen pictures in the atrium, they, you know, each one has their own you know, key statue there. And, you know, they showed this one uh, with Aladdin and Jasmine actually on the magic carpet. And that looked cool. Yeah, it looked great. The atrium looked great. I love the styling of it. I loved yep. how it looked different than any other atrium in any other Disney cruise right. ship. Um, I, I think it's fascinating. I like the idea that this one is kind of themed on adventure. Yes. Um, that's interesting as well. And we did get the name. Yeah. We did get the name for the new ship. And if you haven't heard it yet, I, 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 well, what were your impression? Did you like the name? I did. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, were you trying to figure out what the name would be yes. in your head before they of course. it? Yeah. Of course. <laughs> would not I, have gone down this path. Loved it though. Yeah. Uh, so the new name for the next Disney ship is going to be the Disney, Disney Treasure. Treasure. Yes. I uh, love it. I think that's perfect. And it kind of feels uh, kind of, uh, feeds into that uh, adventure theme, you know, hunting for treasure or whatever, right. you know, so I, I love it. Yeah, and it goes along with the others, you know, you have the wonder and the magic, the wish, you know, the fantasy, the dream. The dream. Yeah. So the treasure certainly fits into that whole, yeah. you know, family of Disney cruise yeah. ships. Uh, I'm very excited for it. Again, we're just early in the details of that ship, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm, there, there are good things to come and I'm excited to hear more about that in the next coming years. But the sure. other an- announcement from Disney Cruise really piqued my interest. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> we got to start saving our pennies. <laughs> Especially a part of it because yeah. uh, the other big announcement was that the Disney Wonder coming up, I think it was beginning next year. Yeah, 2023. Yeah. Uh, in the fall of 2023 is going to be for the first time ever sailing in Australia and New Zealand, which is wow. Yeah. That's been a bucket list spot for us to go already. But even better yet, for us personally, the repositioning cruises to and from there are going to go throughout the South Pacific. Right. So I imagine they're going to start in Honolulu, you know, because a lot of times they leave their Alaska or go to Alaska and then they go to Honolulu. I mean, imagine they'll, they'll stop there. Right. And then they'll start from there and go through the South Pacific and all the way down to Australia. Um, you know, doing some of the South Pacific islands, including like Fiji and right. whatever. So, um, yeah. That is an area we've always wanted to hit. Right. We love repositioning cruises. Yeah. Um, we're going to be 
seriously looking at that cruise yeah. for sure. Thank goodness we're platinum members and we can have the early access. Uh, early access, but I'm sure it's going to be heavily sought off sought after by many right. platinum members. So yeah, you know, and this is something we've been speculating on in our. I don't know if we've done it ever on the on the uh, podcast, but I know we do it personally on what mm-hmm. they where the ships might go. As we get more and more Disney ships, you know, we we have obviously the treasure. We just announced right. that's the sixth Disney ship coming. And we, I assume they haven't said the plans aren't still there. So there's supposed to be a seventh Disney ship as mm-hmm. well coming down the pipe eventually many years down the right. road. So when we get all these Disney ships, where would they go? You know, we right. speculated that Asia would be a perfect right. place with all the Asian parks and everything mm-hmm. to add on to that. With yeah. some, um, but, you know, also Australia. Um, totally makes sense. And they may even be able to extend that where one of them, one of the ships is also transitioning to Asia at certain right, times of the yeah, year as well. Right, so, right. Um, but either way, that's exciting. I'd love to see them go to South America too, by the way, mm-hmm. but yeah. yeah, we'll see what happens. Anyway, uh, that was great news. Also, we got a little bit of peek of what's happening over at Lighthouse Point. Yeah, you got to see they're still a ways away from that. Um, but we did see some interesting stuff come. And I thought it was really interesting that they said that 90% of the power that is going to be right. supplied at Lighthouse Point is going to be solar. That's right. Yeah. That's great. Cool. Uh, Disney Cruise Line. The, the cruise industry, we always know, is, you know, a little shady on their <laughs> environmental impact, right. you know, but Disney has always done such a great job of trying to do uh, good things yeah, with that as best that they can. as and, they can. Yeah. And things like this, where they're going to use solar power for that spot is, is, is great. It's great strides for the right. cruise industry. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, so that's good stuff. So I was going to say something else, but it just... Poof, that's okay. It happens to me all the time. <laughs> all the time. Especially right in the middle of this show. <laughs> so uh, we did get some updates from Shanghai Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, Disneyland Paris, Tokyo Disney Resort. We got a little peek at Zootopia Land and some of the stuff that's going right. to happen there. Uh, we saw a new Walt statue at Hong Kong Disneyland where he's going to be there on a park bench with right. Mickey, kind of reminiscent of... Uh, what, how he thought of Disneyland being at the park bench and watching his daughters on the merry-go-round right. and yeah. everything. Um, some great looks at in some of these parks at the the new uh, world of uh, Frozen, mm-hmm. the Arendelle area. Yeah. Uh, and the amazing, this just is amazing Elsa audio animatronic that yes. looks spectac- spectacular. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's really impressive. I mean, we, we thought the ones that were in Epcot's uh, attraction were pretty impressive, but this is, even yeah. more so. Yeah, it's kind of reminiscent of if you remember when um, is it Shanghai Disney? I can't remember which one of them, but uh, came out with a new Beauty and the Beast mm-hmm. um, attraction not right. that long ago. And we were always oh, amazed yes. by right. the animatronics that they yeah. had there. It's kind of reminiscent sure. of that. Yeah. And so I'm glad yeah. to see uh, those coming uh, to uh, uh, some of these other parks as well. And uh, hopefully eventually starting to make their way into some of the American parks. Mm-hmm. I've heard some things about um, about uh Tiana's Bayou Adventure that maybe some of those audio animatronics right. might be incorporated into that as well. Sure. But um, that's just some rumors I've heard. So don't don't necessarily you know, take that as fact. Right, but, right, uh, right. That's kind of cool. Um, any, did you have anything else that you took from those, some, some of the Asian parks and Disneyland um, Paris that was interesting to you? Yeah, I mean, it, maybe not some specifics because I, I think some of these things were, um, you know, much further down the line. I or down the road. I, I did think it was interesting to see, you know, Frozen, which has become so beloved by so many kids, is Should actually really in the Frozen. Yes. Is actually, you know, being in, in multiple parks around the world. So that's, you know, pretty cool. Um you know, I think that was, you know, pretty much the main areas that, that I, I saw that they were talking about. Right. Um, you yeah. know, in 
trying out things that, you know, like you said, using technology and things that they can eventually, you know, maybe not replicate the same park exactly it is in another area of the the world, but, you know, using that technology. And I think, you know, kind of going along with, um, you know, I'm jumping ahead a little bit with this. I won't go into details, but just to tie in this concept of we're talking audio animatronics and, you know, being right before the start of 2023, which is going to be the 100th year anniversary of, you know, the Disney company and use of one of the things they talked about was, you know, we said storytelling and the use of technology and storytelling. And, you know, considering Walt really started this whole audio animatronics thing, and that is still a technology. Yes, they're improving it and making it more lifelike, but it's still a basis of the technology they used in storytelling when Walt was around. Yeah, I agreed. Yeah, just from, uh, you know, back from the Tiki Room to begin with yeah. and then uh, the great moments with Mr. Lincoln right. and so forth. And it's just a, another step in that. And yes, right. trying to tell a story. Right, so, yeah. Uh, very cool. Yeah, a lot of great stuff out there. So um, then it was interesting, you know, they kind of went into a speculation yeah. mode, <laughs> which I thought was fascinating because they're like, you know, we, you know, and it was kind of a interesting peek into Imagineering mm-hmm. and how they work together and kind of have ideas right. and, you know, they, what, you know, throw some things against the wall, maybe put some concept art out there. I think it's interesting that they're doing this when there was some, a lot of uproar about the original Tiana's Bayou Adventure right. concept art that came out in early 2020 when they first announced it right. compared to the model of it right. that we see today and how, oh, we'll see, that's gone, that's gone, that's gone. Yeah. It's like, no, you know, sometimes when you, it's one thing to draw something up. It's another thing to actually make it work in right. reality. So right. I thought that was fascinating. Yeah, I mean, and sometimes too, it's just a matter of it's it's the beginning of an idea. You know, you, you know the theme has to do, you know, like in that particular case, it was going to be, you know, surrounding Tiana and her story, but maybe not really having the full story of what they were going to be sharing with everybody in the attraction. And then, like you said, as they're, you know, getting that story together and as they are designing how it can actually be carried out, then you start having to really formulate some things. And like you said, some things may drop out from what the original artwork Right. displayed once you have to have to physically put these things together and figure out how they work and how they're yeah. going to work within an attraction things are going to change a little bit i still like the con what they've come up with so far from what i've seen of uh tiana's bayou adventure right. and everything but anyway i digress um we got to see some interesting things they you know we know that dino land is kind of that area within animal kingdom park that they're going to be having to do something with sometime soon you know within the near future mm-hmm. so they kind of threw out some things out there um one was like a zootopia which I find fascinating. Mm-hmm. And then the other one that they actually had some concept art they drew up was for that space to be made kind of a Moana area, which I thought that concept art looked pretty stunning. Yeah, it really looks stunning. I, I think the thing that threw me off is since they are going to be featuring Moana in Epcot, you know, with their water uh, area, I, I'm not sure that, that would, they would duplicate it, like have her in actually two different parks. But uh, I, I think the one thing that was really cool was how they were really staying true to what is, you know, the theme or the importance of Animal Kingdom. Right, you know, exactly. As a Things park. that can actually fit in there and make sense. Right, right. You know, and that it was definitely something that, 
you know, they were very in tune to making sure they're paying reverence to that right. concept. So, uh, and again, nothing, none of this is they're doing this. Right. It was a, these are some things that we throw against the wall and see what sticks, you know, yeah. and then we kind of, we, we put some ideas out there and then we see, uh, maybe it works, maybe it doesn't, but right. you know, I like it. Right. And that's something that, you know, they did even admit to that there are some things that they do that don't work out, you know, or don't work as planned. Um, you know, but this way, if they're throwing out ideas and they can also start getting feedback from people mm-hmm. to think, okay, what would you like of that? Right. You know, and, you know, would you like this versus that? Right. You know, and it just, you know, Disney is a great company that they collect data and um, they do survey a lot. So, it made sense that they're trying to share that and include concept art. So you could kind of have an idea if they were to ask people about it, what they're talking about. Right. Exactly. So I I agree with you. Um, you know, since Moana is going to have this, um, journey of water kind of within Epcot, I I don't know if we need another, I mean, I love Moana and I'm okay if they go ahead and do it, you know, it's fine. (laughs) I will go and enjoy it. I'm sure I have no problem with that. But I would love to see Zootopia represented right. there. If, the, if those are our two choices, yeah. I think that there's some other ideas out there that would be fantastic yeah. uh, that would work in that space. Um, but um, I would love to see Zootopia with some representation, especially since they're, they're going to have a new series coming sometime soon. You know, there's some more stuff right. coming uh, from Zootopia. So that, that, that series is going to live on. Right. And they have it over, you know, in the Asian park mm-hmm. that they can see what, what, what works, you know, what technology works, what storytelling is the best and be able to then present something here that is even an elevated version. Then the other concept they kind of went through is what about an expansion to Magic Kingdom Park? Mm -hmm. And the way they referenced it, Josh Jamal referenced it, is like, you know, there's Big Thunder Mountain over there. What's on the other side (laughs) of Big Thunder Mountain? If you were to climb that and go down into the valley, what's there? And so they threw us out ideas of like from Coco, you know, that town of San Cecilia there, you know, and some of that and how fun that would be. Or maybe in, from Encanto, yeah. you know, maybe the Casa, La Casa Madrigal, right. you know, there in that kind of area. Or what about that is where the Disney villains yeah. lurk. <laughs> I loved it. Everybody went crazy for the right. Disney villain stuff because yeah. people love the villains, you yeah. know. So, villains town. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I love any, that can tie also into Fantasyland. Right. Fantasyland True. is right next to it too. I, I, I would be fine with any of those. You know me, I want, I love Coco. Mm-hmm. I love Encanto. I love villains. I'm good with any of those. Uh, I, I, I just fascinated to see how it works. Again, none of these things is necessarily happening, but the fact that they're thinking about them, right. whether it's in that space or maybe somewhere else within right. yeah. Walt Disney World Resort or whatever. Or maybe at another park altogether. Right. That's what I'm saying. Or another uh, it, it, that's the good. They, yeah. could, they could say, like, look, you know, maybe Disney villains doesn't work here. But we've done all this concept right. art. What if it works over the studios right. or whatever? You know, they could kind of come up with them, you know, use that idea and trans transition it over to another part of right. the Walt Disney World Resort. Right. And, you know, I mean, we've seen how Galaxy's Edge, how it's very much the same land in both the East Coast and West Coast, but their location within the property is very different. I mean, you know, here on the East Coast, you're going in Hollywood Studios and you kind of understand that link of the studios and, you know, from the films, you know, mm-hmm. is, is this, you know, whereas over on the West Coast, Disneyland, it's within Disneyland, right. you know, like, you know, but it, it just works. Yeah, it does. Well, I think it works. 
I like the Disneyland version, the entrances and everything to it better. Mm-hmm. But I think it fits more with him. Yeah. And then Hollywood Studio is just in the concept. But it uh, doesn't matter to me. I'm, I'm just happy to go. It yeah. doesn't matter yeah. where it is. You know, I, you know me. I, I love that too. So right. That's great. So I just thought it was fascinating that they're like, this is what we do. This is how we think of things. Yeah. Was, will any of these come true? Maybe never. Right. But we like to let you know that we, we, we're always thinking about right. ways to enhance everybody's experience and True. bring in these characters and these lands and everything yeah. that you love uh, into the parks. And I think that's great. Finally, they finished out with, you know, they talked a lot about the Disney 100 Years of Wonder, mm-hmm. which is what they're calling the 100 Year Celebration. Um, and then they and they mostly went to Disneyland about this because there's some big things happening at Disneyland first. There'll be right. some stuff happening at Walt Disney World, mm-hmm. but I think they want to get through the 50th right. anniversary celebration before they really say, here, we're, we're right into the 100 Years yes, of Wonder. Right, but that's... Right. Believe me, it's in the works for them as well. Um, but so just starting in January, right as the year kicks off, there's going to be new platinum decor. Mm-hmm. The characters are going to have new platinum outfits, which right. we saw actually debuted at the Legends ceremony. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to see the characters and some of that. So that was cool. Uh, Magic Happens, the parade that had ran, had like a wonderful week and a half run at Disneyland before COVID hit, um, is going to finally be returning. So that's exciting as well, because I know everybody loved that parade. Yeah, it was stunning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We never got to see it. We were, we were thinking we were going to, yeah, um, yeah, but we didn't get to see it in person. So we're excited to, when we actually get back out there yeah. to Disneyland to check it out. I remember when it was debuting and it was on, you know, they had local media and social media out there showing the floats and things. And it was spectacular looking. Yeah. The music was great. And it was like, like you said, boom. Hit a wall. <laughs> right. So, yeah. The unfortunate timing for debuting yeah. a parade for sure. So I'm uh, glad to hear that that's coming back and uh, we'll, you know, everybody's going to get a chance to enjoy it if who hasn't right. already had it or if you have enjoy it again. So yeah. also they announced two new nighttime spectaculars, one at each park at the Disneyland resort. Uh, World of color one is going to be the one that's yeah. gonna, based on the hundred year anniversary. That was, I guess a hundred years of wonder. Um, that one's looks great. Uh, love world of color. If, right. you, if you get to Disneyland, um, you're, you're going to understand how great those nighttime spectaculars are when you get to see World of Color. And I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing the new one. Right, right. Definitely. I wonder if it's one W-O-N. Ooh. Speaking of one, Wondrous Journeys is the name of the new nighttime spectacular that will be coming at Disneyland. It's got apparently nods to all 60 of Walt Disney Animation's films. Right. Uh, and a brand new song, which they debuted there, which was beautiful. It's called It's Wondrous. Mm-hmm. And uh, it looks like uh, a wondrous new nighttime spectacular for sure. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about this in the past too. It, it, Disneyland, especially like when you're watching the nighttime shows on Main Street, um, you really get an immersive feeling, you know, because things are tighter, closer, you know, whether you're looking at the projections down Main Street or on... Um, uh, it's a small world. N- well, that too. No, I'm thinking the castle. No, a mountain. Um, oh, the Matterhorn. Matterhorn. Yeah, it's like I know it's Alps. Boy, we've been around to di- away from Disneyland for way too long. It's only been months, and you forgot the Matterhorn. <laughs> no, I didn't forget the Matterhorn. <laughs> I've always had a trouble with the, that, that I know. attraction's you just had name. A bl- Everybody so has funny. a blank spot. It I know. happens to me all the time. It's just so, yeah. Every time I want to talk Usually about Matterhorn, it, I. It, 
in the middle of a sentence, I will have a blank spot and I need to talk my way out of it and usually fail miserably. So I totally understand. Yeah. But anyways, um, you know, so their nighttime spectaculars are just really, like I said, I, I feel like they're a little bit more immersive um, at times compared to Walt well, Disney World because of you feel like it's just, you're right there. It's also one thing that, uh, especially uh, nowadays, Disneyland has to do with their nighttime spectaculars because of the fact that they can't always shoot off fireworks. Right. Um, the wildfires that are going on now, mm-hmm. you've, you've seen them. You've seen them in the news. Um, right. it's, happen- it's, it's, it's a regular thing in Southern California. Yeah. Uh, so if the winds get too high, uh, they, and they're also right in the middle of neighborhoods. Right. So they, you know, they're also, you know, when they want to do these things, there, there are neighbors around to yes. be concerned with. So they can't always fire off fireworks, but if you can have a show that com- combines both things that even on a night where you can't do fireworks, that you can do still, you know, the music right. and the projections and everything else. Yeah. Um, that, that's why it's great that Disneyland has that ability right. and they do have so many different areas throughout that park to put them on. They put True. them on, yeah. yes, the castle, yes, the Matterhorn, Main Street USA, uh, the facade of It's a Small World. Mm-hmm. Um, after Fantasmic ends, they have the water jets there. Right. They project them on there as well. There are so many great places to be able to watch it throughout yes. the park. So even if you don't get the fireworks, which is a disappointment for right. sure, you still can have that nighttime spectacular show of right. some sort. Right. It's just a little bit lesser version. Yeah. But they put a little more in their projections there to make sure you get something out of right. it. Right, yeah, yeah. So well said, honey. Thanks. So that's cool. And that pretty much wrapped up the park's experiences and products. Is there anything that I missed that you want to go over through all this stuff that we talked about? Uh, let me see. I don't think so. I'm going through all my notes. I think you've covered a lot. We touched on a lot in this episode. It will be long, but there was a lot of news to go through, and that's kind of the way it had to be. And I know that we didn't touch on nearly everything, and I'm sorry if we didn't touch on the thing that you were most excited about. There was lots of other news, uh, lots of stuff about the Muppets, you know, the fact that uh, Muppet Christmas Carol is going to be released, re-released in its entire form, Mm -hmm. which... It's going to be funny because we t- mentioned earlier that we talked with Jonathan, Camille, and Lorelai about something that we're talking that Well, I'll just say it right here. That it's going yeah. to be about uh, pop songs within Disney. And right. actually, Camille brings it up. Yeah. That this song is missing from <laughs> the, the cut that we see of um, uh, the Muppets Christmas Carol. Right, right. And boom, the next, like hours later, literally just a couple hours later, they announced that that's going to happen. So thanks for listening to our, our, or thanks for getting into our Skype call, Disney. Yeah, (laughs) I know. Talk about uh, really honing in on things we talk about. Right. It's interesting. So uh, you'll get to hear that next week, by the way, and I'll I'll tease that more in just a second. But anyway, lots of great stuff and interesting stuff and great announcements that came out of the D23 Expo 2022. much fun so many great announcements again no disney stories of the week this yep. week because this was all the disney right, stories yeah. of the week so <laughs> obviously we won't be doing that but we never leave you without giving you some sort of tips that might help you on your next vacation and when we do this well we always start with michelle because she's wonderful amazing <laughs> all things great in the world mm. you know she does the best research 
She does the best predictions, apparently. <laughs> you know, know, she has the best list, but she definitely has the best tips. So let's get to it. Here's Michelle's tip of the week. All right. And I'll try to keep this short because we did have a long show. So this really has to do is if you're staying at a DVC resort, even if you're not a DVC member, um, you know, one good thing to know about is that they do have grills at the resorts. And um, in, in not just providing you the grills, but you can also borrow grilling tools. Uh, you, you could just go to their um, community hall at that resort and you can borrow grilling tools, you know, to flip your burgers or whatever. Um, you do need to supply your own charcoal, but they're typically sold at their stores in the resort uh, as well. But, you know, just something that if you find yourself there and you do want to grill something and you think, oh, well, how can I do that? I, yeah, I got charcoal, I got a grill, but don't, no worries. Go to the community hall and they'll hook you up. That's really good. Yeah. I mean, especially if you're a DVC member and you're staying in the studio. Yeah. I mean, you have a kitchenette and you have a right. microwave and a toaster, probably a coffee maker or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, a few things to kind of get through But that's mostly will get you through breakfast, right. you know, maybe a yeah. snack here and there, yeah, whatever. Utensils. But if you really want a dinner and you're not, you're not in a full suite where you have a full kitchen or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, but you don't want to go out and pay the prices at right. the resort, you know, that's another great way to kind of put things together and put together a little yeah. burger party or yeah. whatever, some hot dogs some burgers. Right. If you want to bring out the steaks, go ahead and bring nice. out the steaks. But yep. yeah, that's, uh, that's but a great invite way us. to do it. Yeah. But, yeah, definitely. Especially <laughs> if you're doing steaks, invite us, please. please. So, uh, that's great. Great tip and Thank great you. for people to know. So Michelle's tip. Always the best tip. <laughs> uh, my tip this week is, is something we've learned over the last couple of trips when we've gone to Walt Disney World Resort. And that is just kind of a couple of tips to help you get through the security just a little bit faster oh, yes. at the Walt Disney World Resort. And then there's a couple of things that were pointed out to us to the security guards as I would get waved over with my bag you know, regularly. <laughs> um, if you have eyeglasses in your bag that are in like a case... Yeah, especially uh, like a plastic case. Right. Yeah. Um, they, that might look a little funny to them in the scanners as you go through them. So they suggest you take those out and just hold them in your hand in front of you as you walk through the scanners rather than be in your bag. Right. That, that'll speed things up just a little bit. Also, we all talk about all the time, it's good for you to bring water bottles into the parks to refill. Make sure you hydrate. You know yeah. that's a biggie for me. Um, but if you have some of these fancy metal water bottles like we do, (laughs) you may not want to put those in your bag because um, those will trigger it as well, you know, because they just see this big metal thing in your bag and they're like, what's that? Right. Um, So just know going in that if you want to use those, you're probably going to get stopped um, and checked. It's no big deal. But if you're in a hurry, um, just know that that's going to happen. But uh, you may want to put them on the outside of your bag if you can, carry them in your hand or whatever in front of you. Right. Or... You know, this is the one time when I'll say if you bring a plastic bottle, it's not such a bad thing. But, right. You know, still hydrate, but just be prepared. Yeah, no, that those are great tips. And, and like you said, it's not like they're going to prevent you from going into the park, but it just, you know, can delay. And especially if you're, you know, with the other people and they're waiting for you or whatever as you go through the um, the more scrutinized security at that that point, you know, at Dis- Walt Disney World. Right. And for those of you in Disneyland who go to Disneyland regularly, you don't know anything what we're talking about because you have to have your bag checked every time you go yes. in. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> but when you're at the Walt Disney World Resort, I still don't know why they haven't put those things in Disneyland yet. Yeah. But they have those great scanners that you just walk right through. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're very quick. And it's it's 
it's a terrific way to go. But uh, yeah, um, I've been stopped a couple of times right. recently and learned a couple of things over this <laughs> last week. So I just wanted to share those with you. Great so, tip, babe. Thanks. Uh, that's it for this week. As we've already mentioned, next week we're doing another music-based yeah. episode. We've done so many different topics. Most have focused on the original Disney songs, the ones, you know, the characters sing right. throughout it. You know, some of our favorites. Let it go. Let it go. Um, but... This time, we're going to be focusing on different versions of those. Those are the ones that you hear a lot of times in the credits, the right. pop version, kind of versions of these songs that some of these great characters sing, but done by some of your favorite pop stars right. in there. And so um, we will be kind of doing that with another five favorite list. And yes, we had our wonderful friends come on, right. uh, Jonathan, Camille, and Lorelai Cotton to give their five favorite lists as well. And we yeah. had a lot of fun with that. We can't, we, like I said, we already recorded it yesterday. We had a great time. Um, everybody had wonderful lists and we can't wait to share that and all the music with you next week. Yeah, you're going to enjoy hearing the, these songs for yeah, sure. For sure. Some interesting picks for right. sure, especially from Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting picks, as you expect from her. Her list is always the best list, for sure. As for today, we appreciate that you joined us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there... You'll be invited to join the newsletter if you haven't done so already. Yes, and please sign up for it when you're yes. invited to do so. It's just another way to be involved in the Hyperion Adventures podcast world. Another great way is through social media. We're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures podcast if you are on facebook come on over and join us for some good positive disney energy fun on our hyperion adventurers facebook group and if you're a member of that group please tell a friend or family member yeah come on in join in on the fun it's gonna be a lot of good times going yeah. on in that facebook group for sure also, we are on YouTube. She's giving me the wrap it up sign. <laughs> <laughs> we are on YouTube. If you want to find us there, just do a quick search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. And you'll know whenever we have a new video. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, now I'm going to slow down. Please hit us up at our Gmail account. <laughs> I'm watching lightning. There's going to be a big crackle in my ears any moment now, I can tell. Oh, yes. Podcast at gmail.com. Yes, we love hearing from you any way possible, whether it's through our Gmail account or through our social media um, areas. Yes, uh, any way you contact us, any ways you interact with us, we appreciate it very much. That's it. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week.